Sean. Um, okay, so here's a little bit about, or actually this is a lot about me because it's my whole life. But um, I was born and raised in the Philippines. I'm not Korean. I'm not Korean if you didn't know. <laughs> um, and I was born into like a really rich family, not to brag, but like it's because my mom inherited a lot of like her wealth um, from her family. Um, and so I didn't really have a lot of friends because my parents were scared that um, they would use me, <laughs> like little kids would use me for my toys and not really be my friend. And so <laughs> um, I was lonely from the start, but um, it kind of changed when my parents found a church because Philippines is a predominantly Catholic country, but um, we're not, like my family's not Catholic. And so they found a church, but it was conservative Baptist, meaning that their belief um, was really strict. Like I couldn't wear skirts that went above my knees. I couldn't wear pants. I couldn't wear sleeveless shirts. I couldn't listen to secular music, which sucked because I loved Britney Spears at that time. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so I just thought that like religion or Christianity was just a bunch of rules, like. If I sin this many times, then that means God must hate me this many times. Does that make sense? But, yeah. So this is baby Sean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no. Okay, so I have three brothers. Um, one older one who's 10 years older than me, so he's 30 now. I'm 20. And then I have a younger one who's 10 years old, uh, uh, younger than me and he's 10 now, so 30, 10, 2010. And then I have an adopted brother who I don't really know that well because he just got adopted, but anyway. Um, <laughs> my older brother, um, he didn't really live with us when I was growing up. Um, back then, I didn't know why. Like I thought he was just like being independent or whatever, but thinking about it now, he didn't live with us because he was the result of te teenage pregnancy, and my mom had him when he was when she was 16. So in Eastern culture, um, like the source of the shame is sent to like the province or like a place where basically just to lessen the gossip where the family is. And so he was sent away. Um, but I really hated him when I grew up while, while I was growing up because um, he was really musical, like he, sing, he sang better than me, um, <laughs> and he could play the piano, the guitar, like an anything. And so um, back then I thought like my parents liked him more than they liked me, but it, didn't make s it doesn't make sense now because like it's a 10 year gap, so obviously I'm not gonna know what it is, or like how to play stuff. Anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, after high school, he went, actually, no, no, no. So I was 10 years old. Um, there was speculation in my family that we were going to move to America. But since I was 10 years old, my brother would be 20. But since the legal system in America, like, 
won't allow 21-year-olds to come with their family, like, t to immigrate here. Um, the backup plan was for him to become a nurse because America liked Filipino nurses. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe Korean. Um, crap, where, where am I? Okay, so he, after high school, he went to nursing school for like three years, and then he decides that he wanted to go to Bible school. And that really didn't make sense to me because I'm like, if, if Christianity is just a bunch of rules, like why would you want to go to school for that? And so, I don't know, I just, I'm, I was never close to him, so I, I didn't really question it. Um, but then we ended up moving to America when I was 12, so that would make him 22, so he couldn't come with us because he was too old. Um, and initially we moved to California um, because that's where my grandma and my grandpa live. Um, we were going to stay there, but then MCG or GRU um, hired my mom to become like a nurse practitioner. Um, so yeah, he's my family. My little brother is dead. <laughs> yeah, he's my soul. I would kill for that guy. <laughs> okay, so in Georgia, I didn't really have any friends because it was hard to assimilate since there's not a lot of Asians. Um, <laughs> even though this room is full of Asians. But I mean, I lived in like the Greenbrier area where all the like the white people live. <laughs> so and kill and, and Ju yeah. Julian. Okay, um, so I didn't have any real life friends like in seventh and eighth grade. And I knew that there was something different because I was a fob and I had a thick accent. Like I used to talk like this. <laughs> But you can't tell. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, I made internet friends. Like, if you know OMG Pop, I was on there, and I was really popular. <laughs> um, I made friends with this girl named Nee. Some of you know her. Probably not, but <laughs> she's from Florida. I met her, but anyway. Um, I was so mean because the internet, like, made it seem like hating was cool. Like, oh, I hate my life. I hate everything. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I thought apathy was cool because with hatred comes apathy, which means you don't really care for anything. And, um, but yeah, inside, like Howard said, I'm really crusty, whatever, on the outside. But inside, I'm really soft and I'm really nice. I'm just scared to be nice. I don't know why. Um, okay, so around ninth grade, I, my parents forced me to go to Filipino Bible study, which is where I met Jem and Andre and Anna, you guys know them. Um, and their families were like really, like their families had a really close relationship with God and I could tell that there was something different. But remember like that I still thought Christianity was just a bunch of rules and so I, I was kind of curious because if a whole family could like love God that much, like what's wrong with me <laughs> basically? Um, and so that's when like, my faith kind of got challenged um, from rules to like seeing it as a relationship. Um, and I started going to like New Hope, which is Andre and Jeremiah and like, yeah, their church. And like that, my faith grew even more. And I was even more like, how do I say this? 
curious about knowing God. Um, so I was like really seeking him, blah, blah, blah. But then Satan comes with a boy every time. <laughs> <laughs> every time. <laughs> no, every time my, my faith is like at, it, at its peak, a boy comes in. And this one is Canada boy. <laughs> He's my first boyfriend. We met um, in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, because um, our our dads are in the same fraternity, and we went camping there. That's how we met. Um, he said he was a Christian. He said he was a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like a long distance relationship, so I just believed him because I was like, oh yeah, he's so cute, like stuff like that. Um, and my relationship really got tested. But anyway, um, five months into the relationship, New Hope, or no, the Filipino Bible study went to a retreat called The Ramp. And The Ramp is like a really intense retreat, kind of maybe like Jama, but it's with white people. Um, uh, um <laughs> So God, like, that was the first time that I heard God, like, distinctly tell me, like, to break up with my, with Canada boy. <laughs> yeah, break up with him, but I just, like, ignored it, because I was like, why, why, when I'm happy, like, why would I break up with him, stuff like that. Um, so I just ignored it, and then three months later, Canada boy cheats on me. Yeah. And I don't... No. <laughs> so, um, like, I don't really know how to describe the feeling of being cheated on, but, like, I just felt really worthless, and I felt like someone was going to be chosen always before me. Does that make sense? But, so I just fell into depression, and, um, depression. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, uh, I, I know some of you have been depressed before. So, like, I just slept all day, didn't really feel like doing anything, um, didn't feel like talking to my friends. Yeah. Um, but then my family forces me to go <laughs> to New Hope's retreat, which is called Encounter. And that's basically, like, they called it Encounter because you encounter God. Um, and it was really helpful, like, to my faith because that's when I realized, like, I needed to forgive myself for making me making myself believe that I was worthless when I know that I'm not. Like, I'm a daughter of a king, so, like, why? Why would I say that to myself? And it taught me to forgive Canada Boy, too. I don't know how or why I forgave him, but it's like, um, so the staff is reading Genesis, right? And we're talking, or we read um, about Joseph and how his family like sold him into slavery. And we were talking yesterday, like how how did Joseph forgive his family? And I don't really know the answer, and I don't know how I forgave Canada Boy, but I think it's just like one of those things that's beyond us, and that um, we forgive because God gives us the strength to forgive. Oh, and, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not crying. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so then my relationship with God is renewed. And, uh, like, I was really happy for a while because, like, I was seeking God, like, 
full on and like I, I don't know I was just on fire for God and then Satan comes in again with another boy and this time <laughs> he's Cali boy Cali boy was really nice like he introduced me to a lot of good music and um, <laughs> secular music <laughs> um, but what is it like I think our relationship started to get rocky around eighth our eighth month um, and he would like not talk to me for three days and then talk to me and then not talk to me for a week and then talk to me and then not talk to me for two weeks so I was like if you don't want to grow up I'm breaking up with you so I broke up with him and then <laughs> at that <laughs> at the same time my parents moved to California to be with my grandparents because they, they needed to take care of them um, so uh, basically I lost my boyfriend and then I lost my whole family and so I fell into depression again um, because I felt betrayed by my family even though I know they didn't betray me and I felt like really lonely for the first time I actually no, not the first time but this was like the loneliest I've ever felt in my life and this was uh, freshman year of college um, I felt like I remember I was laying down on my bed and thinking if I died or like if I got in a car wreck right now no one would like be in the hospital with me or like take care of me because my parents aren't there anymore and so I fell into depression didn't feel like doing anything and college is like really a lot of freedom and so you have a lot of time um, so I just slept all day watched Netflix um, I didn't talk to my friends that much and like I, f I failed like most of my classes so college was really hard for me but then I met some friends in the dorms I used to live in the dorms and I partied really hard <laughs> like maybe like super maybe not hard but for me it was hard because I wasn't I was I thought like in high school I would never be um, tempted to do those things but I was in college and so I ran to like weed and alcohol and attention weed mostly for like escapism like I, do, I don't want to be in this world um, and attention because I was really lonely and I thought that black boys really love Asian girls and so I thought like that attention would fill my void um, but it didn't and so like what I knew that what I was doing was wrong and I was really convicted um, and there was this one time like just randomly in my room I told this story to the staff but uh, I was just watching The Office I think it was the story about like it's the episode where Phyllis makes like an oven mitt for a Christmas <laughs> present but Michael didn't like it but anyway yeah like the room just started to become like really heavy like really really heavy and I don't know if you've ever felt this before but I just felt the Holy Spirit like in the room and then I just started to cry a lot and like talk to God and just basically um, even though I know that he knew what I was going through um, I laid it all out like this is what I've been doing like um, and I've been sinning a lot and I feel like I felt like God uh, God didn't want anything to do with me because I just sinned a lot so 
um, and I wasn't being a good Christian, whatever. I hate that term. But um, so after that, like that incident, the Friday, that Friday, I went to college group, like out of no reason, like I just went. I didn't know anybody, or I did know them, like know of them, but I didn't know anyone to be like comfortable enough to go by myself, but I did. I don't know why. I think like when how like you know how when Howard shares his testimony and he says like there are glimpses in his life where he sees where God touches him. I think this is one of those, um, and it's just like a huge burst of courage for me to go because I'm freaking scared of people. But <laughs> um, so then I kept going to college group and it convicted me to move out of the dorms because the dorms kind of correlates to my sin and I needed to cut it out. Um, so I was technically homeless because if I w- didn't live in the dorms and my parents don't live here anymore, then I had no place to go. But then Andre, like her and I have known each other for seven years, but we didn't really get close until two years ago. And I don't know why, but like God just, she ju- she just, or he put me in, or he put her in my heart. Like, I don't know why, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he put her in my heart. And so I got close to her and she offers me a place to stay. And I lived there for like seven months um, out of God's grace. Like, like I said, glimpses of your life and he touches you and you never think like it would work out but it does because he touched you you know so um yeah that's why my life first is for sin shall no longer be your master (coughs) because you are not under the law but under grace and just thinking about like while I was doing this powerpoint thinking about like how God has sought after me since I was like a child like thinking that <laughs> shoot, Christianity was just a bunch of rules, but it's not. Um, okay, so <laughs> if you haven't paid attention, pay attention to this, because <laughs> this is my end. Um, but I just want to say to like all of you that God has specifically chosen you and is constantly working in your life, um, even though. <laughs> You don't see it right now. Um, shoot. <laughs> and no matter how hard your life is right now or how far away you feel like you are from God, um, He is faithful and He will always like pull you back. And when you think that you're not worthy of His love and His grace and His mercy, you're wrong. <laughs> That's it. Thank <laughs> you.